Hey, hey, I guess I should have played the intro. No one knows we're supposed to be here, but this is River City Media. Reckless speculation. We're going to combine shows. Howie Chaney's on his way here, too. Robbie Davis is joining me after about three hours and 40 minutes last night. Uh, a mediation all day in court. So, Robbie, you are the MVP of this broadcast. And for that, you receive your own River City Media shirt. Hey, it was a, it was a, it was a great draft, great opening round of the draft. Um, yeah, not much sleep, but got got the case settled for my clients today. They they left happy, and so um, all's well that ends well. And uh, yeah, so on to today. Those River City Media shirts are available for twenty bucks. Please contact me through the website, and I will set you up with them. Robbie, two stories as we wait on Howie that's happening. The, we are now almost at the third round. Uh, and, and the picks that are coming up is no one, unless somebody trades up, San Francisco's not taking a quarterback. Kansas City's not taking a quarterback. Denver's not taking a quarterback. Or Buffalo's not taking a quarterback. We literally will not have a quarterback taken in the second round. Yeah, I mean, so look, I, I've been poking fun at you during this whole draft process. Yeah, I've been. We've, we've been going at it, but I never yeah, dreamed this. But but you're not wrong because the NFL invited these people there. They put cameras in their homes, like they thought they were going to get drafted too. Not the first round, I don't think, because. Uh, Pick none of them were at. Well, was Pickett in Vegas? No, Pickett and Mill Willis were in Vegas. Willis is still in Vegas. Yeah, um, was Pickett in Vegas or was he at home? I can't remember. I don't think I saw Pickett. Um, I know he had a crowd around him. I couldn't remember. I, Willis was in the, the the green room or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, he thought he was going in the first round. Yeah. So this isn't you. I I didn't think. I mean, this is kind of what I thought. This draft class isn't great. Um, I am surprised the third pick, the Falcons passed on Willis. I'm starting to get surprised. And I, so I, I, that one really got me. So it makes me wonder, um, something in the interview room that's off. Cause at this point at round three, you're picking players that are projects and if you need a quarterback, why wouldn't you pick him? So th there's something behind the scenes. And I, I've heard zero reporting. Um, I, I haven't heard any. Mel Kuyper's had Willis's first rated person for the last, you know, half hour. So it just makes me think something went wrong in these draft interview rooms. So, hey, welcome aboard, Howie Chaney. We'll be right to you. We're talking about Malik Willis, who has been living in Atlanta who is now in the third round and hasn't been picked. Howie, uh, well, back to your point, Rob, before I go to Howie. He scored a 35 on his Wonderlick, so that's usually a red flag for everybody. 35 is a, a huge score in the Wonderlick. Howie did not. Were they not people wanting Willis at pick eight in Atlanta last night? Honestly, I didn't hear the first person say anything about wanting Willis. Okay. Every, everybody I've talked to, and I talked to quite a few people, they were all talking about defense. They wanted an edge rusher. They wanted defense. 
I did get an edge rusher we'll talk about here in just a minute. Right. Now, the other thing that's eating at my soul is N'Kobe Dean has not went yet. And we're at pick 61, and I think he was as productive as anybody on the Georgia defense. Uh, he does have an injury, Robbie, but you're getting to places now. You're projecting players. Um, Kansas City sitting there in two picks. Um, that'd be a nice spot for them to swoop up and grab him. Yeah, he, he's, what, 17th ranked overall, and he's fallen into the 60s. Um, if, the, if the Titans come back up and they don't pick him, I'll be upset. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, at this round, yeah, it's all value. And good Lord, to get, get that kind of a player, uh, unless the doctors have said something that hasn't been released, I mean, that's a steal at this point. It, it, it is. It's mind-boggling. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the situation, but it is mind-boggling me. Now, Hallie, the Falcons did pick a quarterback. Brett Anderson is the former starting quarterback of North Dakota State. And, and, and it's funny, Robbie, if you didn't see the video, most of the video, the middle linebacker the Falcons just picked was him playing quarterback at North Dakota State. But this guy evidently dominated the senior bowl and shoots up the board. Howie, the Falcons desperately needed a linebacker. Well, it's kind of like getting a utility player in baseball. We don't really know what position they may end up playing because they also showed him playing running back, quarterback. Yeah. And, and they also brought up a little bit, could this be Taysom Hill 2.0? Right. They don't really, you know, we don't know what position he's going to end up playing. Uh, we do need linebacker help, but that wasn't his really strong position that he played. Uh, you know, he goes side to side. He's got speed, but he doesn't have the the uh, the the uh, toughness. The the um, well, what's the word I'm thinking about? They they say he's got finesse, but he don't have the uh, the physicality. He needs to play more linebacker. Well, well, let me ask this: Can can you uh, pair him with Cordell Patterson and make some extreme? formations to make defensive coordinators have nightmares you could but now i was watching charles davis the former ball and he said no matter what the hype is the falcons drafted him to be a linebacker howie and and, and i it, i think you may see him especially in goal line robbie but i think the falcons think of him as a linebacker so We'll see. Uh, let's go back a little bit, and, and we'll we'll touch. Um, do you, what do both of y'all think of the Jets' move to get Bryce Hall early in the second round? With them drafting Michael Carter last year, kind of surprised me. They've now spent uh, two high equity picks on running backs, but Hall was my number one running back that I thought would be a star. Did that surprise you any, Howie? Well, to be honest, I just now started watching draft tonight because I've been <laughs> I've been out in the yard and stuff. So uh, I, I don't I'm trying to get caught up on the draft. But you know, from what the Jets did last night and seems like what they've done today, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying the Jets is actually winning this draft by getting what they need and is probably going to be one of the most improved teams coming into next season. 
uh, to me, Robbie, they got the best running back, the best tackle, and the best cover corner. Um, yeah, to, to me, the Jets are winning the draft. Uh, Thirty minutes special. Uh, the draft. The Jets are winning the draft tonight, or thus far, they have drafted smart. They have played their hands right. They've got. Um, they've got three draft picks in the first round that are top fifteen. Like that. That's a great draft, and uh, two of their two of their. The two first picks they've got, at some point in time, they were each rated the number one overall pick. The, the Jets have been killing it. That's accurate. And I know you're stretched for time. Howie, let's stay with Robbie for just a second. That's fine. We'll, 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 while you catch up on the, the background, Robbie, let's go to the Titans. There was. Let's talk about the Titans in general. I read articles today that had everything from an F grade on the Titans to an A minus grade on the Titans. After all the smoke cleared last night, after everything was settled, I think Chain, her friend, finally come to resolve that this was a good move. Where did you end up? Chiefs are up right now. I do not be shocked if this is the end. Where did you end up with the, uh, the Titans draft? And, of course, they go quarterback in the second round. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not thrilled with it. Um, look, the Titans have drafted four receivers in the last five years. Only one's made the Pro Bowl, and that's A.J. Brown. They traded him. And so now you're trusting – you want us to trust you to, for this pick to be uh, better than A.J. Brown. I, I don't like alligator arms when you're picking up the tab and that's what I feel like the Titans just went alligator arms and now you're wanting to build a new stadium. And so, so to me reading the tea leaves, look, the AFC is loaded, right? Buffalo, Kansas city, uh, Denver. Now, um, Baltimore, Every, Cincinnati, everyone's loaded. It seems to me the Titans ownership just said, whoa, let's take a step back on paying players because we don't think we can win right now. So we're going to take A.J. Brown, get a cheaper version. Hey, we may make the playoffs because our division sucks, keeps people happy, but we're not going for it anymore. And that's my takeaway from, from yesterday. Right. I do love the second move the Titans move made to pick up yeah. three extra picks, including pick 35, where they took Roger McCready, who had a first-round grade backside I'd seen him to places, you know, at 30, high 20s. That Titans defense should be much improved now uh, coverage-wise, I guess is the right word. Right. You, you, you don't. We need cornerbacks. We need defensive backs. We need defensive ends. You have to play defense to win the AFC. But, man, you've got to score. Like Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, uh, Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't matter, man. You've got to put points on the board. You can't let a known commodity like A.J. Brown walk off that field for a rookie and let's see what we got. It's just my opinion. Uh, I've got so, for you, right? Uh, you know, with the Titans kind of going from a Super Bowl contender to a rebuilding stage, 
what do you think Derrick Henry thinks about all this? Yeah, and that's the and we just paid him like crazy, and so now you're thinking, hey, if you're Derrick, you got three or four more years left. I mean, he's gonna get paid, but yeah, are you running through a wall for a team that that is? It looks like rebuilding. Um, yeah, I don't know what he's saying. I can't imagine. Like, I mean, he's not doesn't have to collect your money type person. He wants to play. He wants to win, and so. Yeah, there's going to be some difficult conversations coming up, I believe. So it seems like you're speechless and you're thinking Derrick Henry's probably speechless too, wondering what have I got myself into? Well, yeah, I mean, because what the Titans just gave away was the opening up the field for Derrick Henry. So now if you're playing the Titans and you're on defense, you're loading up the box because nobody can beat you behind you and so you've made derrick henry job 10 times harder and those 200 carries a year they get harder and harder without any space the one thing and back to your point howie i want to i want to ask you about this as we reference to the titans though the one thing the titans i said on air last night while you were traveling back might avoid right at this point is the mess that is in atlanta Maybe they shorten their rebuild because now they they've cleared a hundred million in cap. They they went young. Really, it was a year of contracts that put the Falcons in the mess they're in. Did they open? Did they close their window but open their rebuild window fast faster? Because the Falcons are are clearly in a three or four year rebuild right now. This could probably be one of the fastest rebuilds you can probably possibly see in the NFL because of the the amount of cap space. You know, they're they're getting some of the needs. Everybody in Atlanta was wanting interior linemen, offensive and defensive interior linemen. But after this season, they're going to have that hundred million in cap space. They can go out and get the proven veterans and bring. But, but they've already we're year two already though. It's going to be fast, but. Last year when we started with Julio, don't you think the re- the rebuild started there? Uh, it, it, you know, some people may say that. I think the rebuild started when they traded Matt Ryan off this offseason because they are basically going to have a brand-new team in the field this year. I agree with that. You know, the only players you're going to have on the offense that was still – that was there for the Super Bowl run was Jake Matthews. Yeah, and, and Seattle did – Seattle tried to – Keep Russell Wilson, rebuild around him. It just doesn't work that way. Like it don't, it don't, it don't. Running back James Cook uh, to Buffalo, which is another puzzle. Robbie, does that mean you're going to draft three Buffalo running backs this year? You can never have <laughs> enough Buffalo Bills running backs. Never. All right. Uh, the uh, one question I want to ask both of you. Um, since these moves have been made, what do you think the, the – I mean, the Titans are back on the clock in about six or seven picks. Where do they need to go? I mean, the high-value pick, they're immediately up. Where do you go? If N'Kobe Dean, if he's still there? I, I'm going to hate myself for saying this, but – I'm not even sure I can bring myself to say this, 
But Desmond if Ritter. we are rebuilding, then Jesus Christ, just, just draft one of these quarterbacks. Just, just give it a go and see what happens. Like, I just don't understand what we're doing. I don't like. We have we're we're paying for Derrick Henry, but give him no help. We're paying for Tannehill, give him no help. I I don't know what's going on. Like so, yeah, just go ahead, fourth round, grab one of these quarterbacks and see what happens. And I, I'm mystified. Howie, I tell you what's mystifying to me about the Falcons. Either they love Felipe Franks. Or they really believe Marcus Mariota's future in the franchise, or they're tanking. Which do you think it is? I think they're holding out for the next year, heavy yeah. quarterback laden draft, and back to uh, the Tennessee Titans for a second. If they were going to be in the NFC, their rebuild wouldn't be that hard because they good. They've got a good solid yeah. defense. You don't have to score a ton of points. But being in the AFC, it's a whole different world. All that it's just like playing the SEC against the uh, uh, the Pac-12 and all that. You know, you got one that's totally defensive oriented, and you got one that's going to be offensive oriented. Absolutely. But, so, uh, being, so to your point, the Falcons rebuild does get easier because being in the NFC. Matter of fact, if Tom Brady had a left Tampa and stayed retired, I don't know who wins that division. It is such a train wreck in the other three teams. Yeah, well, and Tom Brady's leaving next year. Whether he's retiring or he's going to Miami, he's gone from Tampa next year. Yeah, and that division becomes even a bigger train wreck. All right. Yeah. Let's talk real fast about the, the, the Falcons, and I cannot say his name, uh, go edge rusher early in that second round with Arnold, we'll call him Arnold E, from Penn State, Similar McGrady is McGrady uh, in that the Falcons got a first or late first round value. Eh. Exciting to me. I needed it. Howie? Yeah, well, I mean, um, you know, you say he's a late first round, end up getting a second. But, I mean, in this draft, going by Mel Copper and Todd McShay and everybody else, they had everybody all over the board. So you don't really know, you know, I, the one of the picks I saw earlier that I just as soon as I turned the TV on, uh, you know, uh, Mel Copper and the uh, Booger and uh, Lewis was all arguing about. They were saying he's an all-pro uh, tackle that was picked, and Mel Copper's like, I don't even know why he got picked. Now he should have been in the fifth round. So this pick is so wide open, you you can't really go by the experts, but by the that the Falcons got. Uh, you know, he, they, he's called Dr. Dr. E, I think is what, what he's called, or something, Dr. A or something. I'm not saying his last name. Yeah, but but anyway, you know, we got to get some defense. We got to get some help at the linebacking core. So, you know, uh, they felt like yeah, he they, best, they've made, best. made two straight defensive picks. So, do you go defense in the third round? Well, I mean – it depends on who's available. The way <laughs> the way this thing is, if uh, Malik Willis is still there in the third round, they may take him. I've been trying to get him draft since pick five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robbie. Uh, and I know you're running out of time, but I do want to get your comments on this. The Packers, the Green Bay, pa the Packers have drafted a wide receiver. 
they move up and they draft, I guess, the fastest player in the, the draft, Christian Walton. He ran, what, a, a 4 2 6 or something ridiculous? Uh, or 4 3. I don't know. That's not the fastest player in the draft. But evidently a speed burner. I run a 4 3 at 6 2. What's uh, Aaron Rodgers' mindset now? Is he pleased with it? I mean, he's got to be pleased, but is this. I, I, it's kind of a thud to me. Yeah, no. What he's thinking is, are you kidding me? That's what you get me for the money you're paying me? I mean, they drafted two defensive players. They get this speedster. Um, unless he's Deshaun Jackson. And look, <laughs> defense, when you trade away Devontae Adams, like you, it's one thing to have a speedster, but you have to have someone to counterbalance that so they can't. The safety can't just cheat up. Like you, you have the fastest person in the world. But they're gonna if, if there's no one else to protect him, then they're just gonna back up and double team him. Like the Packers, the fact like they want to say, or a lot of people say, oh, it's a great organization, it's stable. No, it's not. Look, they've had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers for the last 25 years. They've won two Super Bowls, two in 25 years with. Great quarterbacks. Um, Joe Flacco. The Ravens have won two with Trent Dilfer and Joe Flacco. That's a good organization. The Packers are not. I got I got a trivia question for you, see if y'all can answer it. Who was last first-round offensive pick for the Green Bay Packers? First round? Yes. Javon Walker. Um. Ooh. Eddie Lacey. Uh, was it Randall Cobb? From what I saw earlier, Aaron Rodgers is the last first-round pick offensive right. Green Bay Packers. That's, That's not true. Insanity. They spent a first-round pick on Jordan Love. Oh, they did. Well, okay. I got him. I got him on that one. Nobody Which, was thinking that. <laughs> just, just to back up their last – First-round pick. Okay, so their only two first-round picks are both quarterbacks. Oh, wow. Think about that. Let me All right. Raise the question, then. Who was the last help that Aaron Rodgers got <laughs> in the first round? Javante Walker? No, I mean, uh, well, yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, right. pick, Aaron Rodgers pick. and Derek Henry should, you know, should be on the phone talking to each other and consoling each other because – they don't have a clue what their team's really doing right now. Pick 66 is in. This is one of the spots people have been talking about one of the quarterbacks going Minnesota. Been a lot of talk. I don't know. They just spent a pick last year on a quarterback. Isn't Kirk Cousin making like $50 million a year still? Yeah, they do not take a quarterback. Hmm. Who, who's going to – who's it going to be? Somebody's taking a quarterback. It's going to be Seattle. Seattle up here is going to take one of them. Then, what about – does Houston not need a quarterback? No, I, I, Houston needs everything. He's no, Houston. I think, I think, I think it's. I, I bet it goes Seattle and Indy back to back, two quarterbacks. Well, I mean, that could be. Houston's got the sixty-eighth picks. They're on the clock, so they could actually get one. They've traded it or traded for it because right now on my draft, New York's got, up next. 
Yeah, I got New, New York, Cleveland, Tennessee, Jacks, Chicago, Seattle, Indy, Atlanta. Yeah, so somebody's moved to pick. Because Cleveland's now at 68. Okay. And, Guess it got traded then. And then Houston moves back to 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. Moves back 13 picks. Atlanta's got two picks coming up in the next 15 or so. So, All right. I'll stay with you guys the Tennessee picks. And I got to go. All right. And then Howie, we'll stay to Atlanta picks, and then we'll get out of here. Joe, appreciate you guys joining us. Last night was a marathon, Howie. Three hours and 45 minutes in, I was about like, I'm going, I don't even want to say the word football anymore. <laughs> yeah, after uh, after the pick and everything, they waited about three more picks, and then one of the people got on the loudspeaker and said, oh, I don't oh. know what you think about your, uh, what do you think Did about you? your pick? I'm and sorry. Did you hear Goodell announce the numbers last night? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. The viewers. 30 oh. million viewers last night. That's crazy. That, I don't, that's bananas. The the NBA playoffs got like 2.4. Like it, it it's hard to fathom how much more popular the NFL is than 15 NBA. times to watch the draft over a playoff game. Yeah. How he, Howie, go ahead and tell that story uh, real fast. About four picks later, they go, how do you think uh, – or what do you think of Drake London coming to Atlanta? Yeah, what he, happened? yeah, he got booed bad. I mean, not him, but they just didn't like to pick at all. You know, well, I, when, when the pick was first announced, it was like you heard about 10,000 people saying, who? They wasn't expecting a wide receiver to be picked at eight. Raj immediately went USC like – on us oh, yeah. immediately like I mean I think we got a great player. I'm I'm kinda like bah, whatever. We could you could have told me we were drafting any player at number eight and I said they could have helped us. You know? It's not like you have to be picky as a Falcons fan. You could have said Howie Chainer, punter from Sylvania High School and I'd went, Hey, he might get help us. Yeah, I mean it was that the ones that cheered for them were the ones that were that had been there for a couple of hours and had a adult beverage or two, and they you know my name could have been announced and they would have cheered for me. Yeah, but, they could have been on a podcast I know too because they they, they had a few adult beverages about <laughs> three hours in. But you know after the ones that actually were wasn't and was there to see what was going on, it was like who, and then people got up and left all automatically because they was kind of upset about it. All right. Cleveland's picking. It, Tennessee's after that, pick 69. I'm screaming. I, I know we joked about quarterback. There is no way at pick 69 they can let N'Kobe Dean fly by them. Needing outside linebacker help. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I don't get it. Like, it, like it, I mean, they need linebacker help. And, I mean – Unless he's failing his drug test, like, I don't get why he's not being picked. And, I mean, he's got to be failing them with hard stuff. You could get picked with pot. Oh, yeah. For pot, yeah. That's just – yeah, just yeah. that's just your one strike. Because you, you get a freebie, and then you just move yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, he's got to have some, like, heroin in his system or something to fall this far. 
Oh, so by the way, while we're while it was a commercial break, wait, what happened with the Dodgers pitcher? What I'm totally missed this whole thing. Uh, he is accused of. Uh, it's got to be more uh, than accused, though, right? They suspended him for two years. He has not been. He's not been to trial and convicted in a court of law. Whoa, domestic violence, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a sexual-related domestic violence charge. So he's just been accused of this, and they suspended him for two years. I do not think he has been convicted in a court of law. I don't even know he's been charged in a court of law yet. And he can reach you at Davis Kessler Davis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that look, hey, I, I don't promote any any domestic, any violence at all. Nope. Uh, but there is due process. You are yeah. walking. If he has not been convicted, you are walking. Hey, I, I, and I don't want to get past Cleveland either. Not only did they add Deshaun Watson, they added Amari Cooper. They've added some offensive firepower. But what we saw from Amari Cooper, he's not 43 years old, Julio Jones. He can still play. Well, and let me just interject. I'm not sure if y'all saw this or not, but Mike Greenberg was interviewing uh, Roger Adele and asked him straight up, "Hey, what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson? What do you, you know, what's the policies?" And Goodell, who's usually, boom, we're throwing the hammer down, was very much like, "Well, we're still investigating and." It's going to go to a, you know, group of arbiters, and then they're going to make a decision, and then that's going to be the deal. And Greeny was like, "Well, so you're not involved in decision making anymore because because the collective bargaining agreement." He said, "Well, not necessarily. I mean, I can be if I'm I'm the last appeal guy, but I don't. I no longer rule than the, the appeal." And just the way he was saying it made me think that Watson's going to play this year. Oh, absolutely I, Watson's going to play this year. Yeah, I mean it it looks like they were they're like, "Hey, the criminal justice system did their thing and they didn't find anything, we're not going to find anything, so let him play." Do y'all feel like that that's why they kept Baker Mayfield just in case he does get suspended? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All 100%. right. Cleveland Browns pick, and he's a good football player. This is one of the guys I kind of had that I was going to talk about for the Packers or the Falcons. Martin Emerson, Mississippi State, a pure corner. The Falcons don't need pure corner, but they need a third corner. He is a big, huge physical corner. Goes to the Browns, and now the, here we go. The Titans are on the clock. No Kobe Dean chores to the quarterbacks. Robbie, Robinson just called you and said, what I need to do right here. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know anymore. Like, this this draft has been wild. Um, I think – let me see who's best available. What do we have? What do we have left? Um, I know it's a bunch of quarterbacks. No, I go into Kobe Dean. 
And then if they if I get pushback from them, Travis Jones, and then if I get pushback, I guess Malik Willis, but I don't want to. I don't, I hate that I'm saying this. I don't, I've pushed back on it all week and a half long. I, I've been riding this one for a while. This if Malik Willis doesn't go to the Titans here, my whole weekend's gonna be upset. I think it's Nakobe Dean, unless I'm it's gotta be Nakobe Dean. It's gotta be. I don't know who this guy is. He's an actor. I wish they would just let just just go up and announce the picks. I don't need this theatrics. This just <laughs> Nicholas I don't need to know. Piet Fiore. As as people on here talking about what other people don't want to talk about or don't want to know about, I don't like them talking. They they go somewhere they needed help though. They go tackle the big Ohio State, the second tackle from Ohio State, Nicholas Piet Fiore. Robbie, they do they need tackles. Oh yeah, I, no. Hey, hey, we're going to the triple option, it appears like. We <laughs> get rid of the receivers. Then we're just gonna run triple option. You bringing in the wing tee? Yeah, that's right. Hey, we got a friend that's won four hundred games running the wing tee. We can hook you up with him. Hey, I like it. All right, Robbie. I know you need to go spend time with your lovely wife after yesterday. And and, and my fireplace. All right. Howie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. We'll see you later. Howie and I'll be on through the Falcons pick. If you get anything, Texas. Hey, if right. Malik Willis goes to the Falcons, you got to get back on. Howie, I think we need tech quarterback. I really do. You know, they they have to know what's going on by other teams. And that may be why they hadn't reached out to a quarterback yet because they know that they could wait till the the this 74th pick to get who they want. So I think who they want is Desmond Ritter. I don't think it's Malik Willis. And I've heard too much talk about Desmond Ryder, Desmond Ryder. Uh, Chicago is not picking a quarterback, Justin Fields. Seattle has Baker Mayfield. Seattle could take a quarterback here. Chad Moon, Chad Moon, Wyoming linebacker. Uh, back to the Falcons, though. I do, I do like what we've done in the second round. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've always said that with Matt Ryan being there, hey, he can't do it all. But the, you know, that second pick in the second round that we had, we got a player that can basically do it all now. So. Uh, but yeah, I feel like he's going to be linebacker. It's kind of a tug and cheek type deal earlier when I said, you know, I, I think he could play third down quarter. I mean, goal line quarterback or global. I really think he could. I, I mean, it's possible, but I mean, if you're going to do that, you know, could you move Felipe Franks on somewhere else? And you still got to have a backup. Um, I just don't know if Felipe Franks is good enough backup. I mean, they talked about him all during training camp. Sorry, folks, this is about to turn into Falcons talk now with uh, the Falcons up the next two picks or two picks in the next ten. Do you think Seattle would Drew Locke need to take quarterback? Because I do. Yeah, I, I really, really do. Stage as well, you know. Um, it's kind of strange. You got the Tennessee Titans trade away all their wide receivers. You got the Seattle Seahawks that's traded away their quarterback and got some good receivers out there. Just who's going to get them the ball? 
Right now, best available, Nicody Dean, Malik Willis. I think the guy's name's Todd Jones from UConn. Christian Harris from Alabama. Matt Corral from Mississippi, who I do like a lot. I think he's the best quarterback. And then some quarterbacks. Uh, the Bears are up. You've got to think they've got to get Justin Fields some help here. Don't know that their running back situation is set. They do have a couple of young backs. Uh, the Falcons did sign up a, a wide receiver. I went to Demir Bird at Chicago before coming to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, Allen Robinson walked. But, but some of the ones that, you know, Atlanta signed wide receivers hadn't played a ton. They hadn't had a lot of touches. So you don't really know what to expect from them. But with Chicago, we know it's not going to be a quarterback. Because no, but I, I'm thinking it could be a, a, sooner or later. Sooner or later, they've got to run out of wide receivers. They've been 27,000 of them picked. Right. It could be a running back. We're getting to the point where running backs are probably fixing to come off the board. Isaiah Spiller is still out there from Texas A&M. Somebody I wouldn't hate Atlanta getting. Um, all right. Uh, come on, Chicago. This, this, this seems like they might be doing something here. Chicago, Seattle, India, and Atlanta. You know, you could get a run right here of Seattle, Indy, and Atlanta all taking quarterbacks. Very, very possible. And, uh, and could Atlanta be thinking, you know, everybody's thinking we're going to take Malik Willis, but that's not who we really want. Wait I, until off the board to go after the one that they really want. Desmond Ritter has been the one that I've heard talked about even more than Willis in the newspapers. And we talk, we, we, we get information from two different sources, of course, but I, I kind of read a lot of the journal constitution. So that's the place that I've heard Ritter talked about more. The Bears pick is finally in. Vellis Jones, Jr. <laughs> University of Tennessee. I called a receiver going there. I didn't call Vellis. Vellis to transfer from Southern Cal to Tennessee. Very productive, Howie. Also, Vellis is a great return man. So the Bears get a, a, a first-class return man and a productive receiver, uh, first-team all-SEC, all-purpose, and return specialist. I like that value there. And he's not a bad receiver. It's not like a Cordell. That he's not a receiver. He was just a returner. He's a receiver at heart. All right. With all that being said, let me ask you, how's that going to translate over to the NFL? How, how do you think he will do in the NFL? I think he's their kick returner, punt returner the day he walks in. Uh, I think he is a, a third down situational receiver this year. I, I really – Vellis would not have been drafted last year. He was that productive. Uh, one of the stats they have up, how easy he's was third in the SEC uh, in con- uh, yards after contact as a receiver. Uh, he's sixth in the SEC in missed tackles, uh, made tackles. He's very elusive in the run. I mean, once he's got the football in his hands, he is a smaller quarterdale. Uh, it, two years in Tennessee, he went from undrafted to – to, he just went in the third round. And how you think about it, uh, last year he had two kickoffs for return 
when that's not even a thing anymore. I mean, if it's it's right. rare you see that ability. Right. Yeah. The way everything's put up now, most of the time everybody just takes a fair catch, and nobody tries to turn the kicks and all that stuff. So that's that's good. And uh, and he done this on rebuilding Tennessee Volunteer Team that nobody really knew what to expect. Yeah, and, and and I mean he was he was the one walking in the door last year. You knew he was the one receiver that we had. In his first year at Tennessee, he was mainly a return man. I mean, he played some receiver, but he wasn't that productive. He is a return man that Seattle is in with a pick. I just got a feeling this is the first of the quarterbacks. Um, we'll see. I've been, I, I, I really thought somebody was going to come up and take somebody early last night. I was I, preaching that for like six hours. Well, you know, I, I was fixing to ask you when, when was the last time there's an NFL draft that in the first round, there was only one quarterback taken. 1997. Was it really? Yes. And who uh, was- there was the first time that there was only one quarterback took in the first 40 picks. Now this is 72 picks in with one quarterback. So, well, who's the quarterback back then? Do you know? Uh, the quarterback taken in 97. Um, they said it early. I don't remember. Okay. I know the ne- next year, uh, was Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning. So, uh, I, I want to, it wasn't Tim Couch. Uh, it was a number one overall pick. Oh, Jamarcus Russell. No, it wasn't him. I'll look it up real fast. <laughs> Somebody pulled up. I saw earlier today. Today marks kind of like an anniversary to when the Oakland Raiders at the time gave Jamarcus Russell a tape to go home and study. And they came back and said, what did you think of that tape? He said, I learned a lot. And come it was blank. was blank. Yeah. So that proved right there he wasn't watching anything. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I am on the good. I enjoyed going to the draft party, but I miss seeing a lot of the draft stuff and learning more and more and the crazy facts that you hear. Uh, they've got it on the Jumbotron there or the uh, Halo board there, but you don't get to hear nothing except for the pick. Uh, I'm looking right now to see who that quarterback was. And, and I give y'all guys a lot of credit because when I was standing there, uh, I got on and listened to y'all some, and y'all would tell me basically who y'all thought was going to be picked, and i tell everybody around me who I thought it was going to be, and majority of the time I was right, and everybody thought I was a, a genius by knowing who was going to be picked, but I was just saying who y'all were saying. Jim Druckenmiller was that quarterback. Are you serious? Yes. The last yeah. time I heard that name was probably back in 98, 99. All right. Seattle's in. We're, we're slowing down now on this draft. Can you make it another two, four, six, eight, ten picks, and we'll call it a night? Who, me? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm good, man. I, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cook hamburgers in ten picks. I'm starving. Uh, you know, it was late night. I got home around midnight, but uh, I took a power nap this afternoon. We were on the air until uh, eleven thirty-five or so last night. I was dead. Seattle takes Abram Lucas, Abraham Lucas, 
tackle Washington State. India's up. Let's talk about India. You know what, Howie? Um, and India's my second favorite team in the AFC. I'm, I'm going to pull for India. I can't help but pull for Andy. Matt Ryan really needs to have some success at Andy. Yeah, and they got him some help earlier today, too, uh, drafting the wide receiver. Uh, so, yep. you know, and, who who knows? This could be a part where Andy sees a quarterback that they want to put behind that kind of be a, a tutor for. Yep, and the one that comes to mind is Sam Howell was the number one quarterback going into the year, clear number one quarterback. Now we're at pick 72, and after a horrible year at North Carolina, is still open. I'm watching the NFL Network, and they have a list of the quarterbacks up right now. Um, the Colts are in. Kenny Pickett remains to be the only quarterback selected, 73 picks in. The Colts are in with a pick. The Falcons are next. Let's see if we got a quarterback. I, I think the Falcons need a backup quarterback. I don't believe in Filippo Franks. Here we go. And I think the one that Matt Ryan most emulates is Sam Howell. If you want to draft Sam Howell and set him behind Matt Ryan for four or five years, this is a place you can get him. Uh, I don't don't think you can set him that long because of by that time his rookie contract will be up and go and get paid. Well, I think Matt Ryan wants to play several years, but we'll see. You don't know. The window, when Jonathan Taylor is gone, the window closes for Indy anyway. So. The Colts, uh, I don't know what that was. Somebody walked out and fell off another one. Uh, a player that was on my Falcons board, Jalen Woods, tied in from Virginia. When I said that on the air, everybody was like, what do you mean the Falcons are going to take another tight end? And I, I got Kyle Pitts. Uh, Jalen Woods, a six, seven and a half tight end. The Falcons play a ton of two tight end alley. And they lost Hayden Hurst. They're going to have to come out with another tight end somewhere in this draft, right? You would think so. You know, they got a couple of backups that are there, but they could possibly go with another tight end. And I think if there's somebody available, I think they got to go interior line, offensive line. Mayfield played pretty good last year, but I don't know if he can cut the up. I thought Jalen Woods would have been a, a great pick here. Here, here. Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, Alice Pierce, and Jalen Woods goes, God, Matt Ryan just got another weapon, man. 6'8", tied in. And who did Matt Ryan love in Atlanta? Tony Gonzalez. Right. The Colts look ready. Tony Gonzalez. Pick is in. Here we go. Who knows when they'll announce it, though. They'll probably go to a commercial. No, I've got it live. Okay. Desmond Ryder, quarterback, Cincinnati to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta. Yeah. Good deal. Robbie, there you go. The Falcons take Desmond Ryder. That's been the quarterback I think they were taking the whole time. And they get him in the third round. I think if you'd have seen Malik Willis and Carson Strong and some of those guys come off yesterday in the second round, this is the Falcons' second round pick. But after after he doesn't go, none of these guys go. Uh, the Falcons, to me, got to steal Howie. 
this was my number two quarterback in the draft. Yeah, um, <clears throat> he's rated high by everybody. He was one of the few players that pretty much everybody believed would have been a first-round pick. And uh, being able to get him here in the third round, that is fantastic. He's mature. Uh, you know, and the criticism is he's not played top competition, but he did get Cincinnati in the college football playoffs, and he did play Alabama, and he did play other – he beat Notre Dame. He has played Ohio State. He has played competition. You know, they talk about 12,000 career yards. Yeah, competition, all that. That don't mean nothing. I mean, look at some of these guys that played against great competition, did great, but then when they fell, they busted. AKA Ryan Leaf. You know, it's one of the first ones that come to mind. Desmond Ritter had to had had Cincinnati on the verge of beating Georgia two years ago, played Alabama in the playoffs, beat Notre Dame. Six three and a quarter, two eleven. Allie, I do like something that's up there that, that we don't talk about with a quarterback a lot. Ran a four five forty. Well, with the offensive line we got, he needs some wheels. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they gotta be able to get around. You know, I'm, I'm super excited for that pick. And with the fact of Mariota being not a very high-priced quarterback at the moment, he could come in and fight for the starting position. Uh, in, in the perfect world of me, you played Mariota in 22, and you've not invested so much in Desmond Ryder that he cannot – you know, you can go quarterback next year. If you got a chance for a Bryce Young or something, you're still you're, – you're able to do it. Uh, kids from Louisville, 43-6 uh, and six as a starter at Cincinnati. And you know what? More than anything, Howie, he's got a chip on his shoulder right now. You can see it in his eyes. He is, he is upset he didn't go to 74. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not watching at the moment. The way I've got everything set up, I can't really watch. So uh, what I am fixing to do is log into Twitter and see how the Falcon Nation <laughs> responds to this. Here is a trade. Uh, Houston has come back up and traded, it, and they are on the clock. You did talk about Houston and a quarterback. They, Of course, they drafted Davis Mills last year in the second round, or no, the third round. It looks like they've traded up to get a pick. Again, the Falcons pick again in two, four, six, seven picks. They have gotten their quarterback. I am thrilled, thrilled with this pick. Yeah. So the far, so far I'm excited about Desmond Ritter coming to Atlanta. Everybody I, loves it. I love it. And we might get Malik Willis right here in the next couple of picks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh Christian Harris, linebacker, Alabama, the Texans straight. That's a good football player. Now, the criticism of the Falcons locally is they never take Georgia players. If you can get into Kobe Dean, who's the the slider of the draft here in a few picks, God that would be a popular pick in Atlanta. Let's sell seats. Oh, absolutely. I mean that's what everybody talks about is um 
uh, talk about, you know, everybody in Atlanta, they want a Georgia player, but they just don't bring none in. You and you know for a fact, and I've told you about it, when they went out and even though they didn't bring them in or didn't draft them, but when Todd Gurley came in and played for that one season, he probably had one of the top-selling jerseys in Atlanta because everybody wanted him in there because of being from Georgia. And he stuck the place up. Yes, absolutely. All right, we are five picks away. And let's see who's on the uh, Baltimore's, Indy, Cleveland, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Giants, and then the Falcons again. Uh, okay, I, I'm seeing a tweet here that is people, you know, for the people and probably for you, wondering why Dean hasn't been drafted and fell off the board. They're saying uh, that the combination of his size, medicals, and how the combination of those project his durability how prompted the slide yeah so. i mean he, he has some injury problems but at this point you're getting to the point and i agree with everything they said howie but at this point if you can get a possible pro bowl player it, it's worth the gamble you know what i'm saying yeah at this point that's kind of what they're getting at hey why are you going to waste a first or second round pick on somebody that could end up being like a Brian Bosworth and end up being out of the league in four to five years. Nicobe Dean can play football. I, I, no doubt he can play football. The top two player on males. I just switched to ESPN to see if they had anything about uh, Desmond Ryder. The top two players on the board are Nicobe Dean, Malik Willis, uh, Channing Dingle from Alabama. I think you need to watch out here for the Falcons to possibly take. I, I know I really like that. Uh, there's a defensive tackle, Winfrey, that's still on the board from, from Oklahoma. Also, there is one more elite tight end. Uh, but I, I think, you know, the Falcons did go defense, defense. Now they've went offense. I would almost like to see him go back defense and look for that tight end later, Howie. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I got a feeling it will be a defensive player uh, on this next uh, pick coming up because that's, uh, that's one of the things that we really need a lot of help in. Uh, I, I don't really. I'm ordering me a Desmond Ryder jersey tomorrow. That's, um, my, that's my new boy. You know, it's uh, it don't matter how many points you score in a game. If you don't score, if you can't keep the other team from scoring more than you, you're not going to win. You know, defense still wins championships, and we're you know, like uh, Arthur Blank said a little bit earlier today, he felt like we had one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. So, you know, he's going to give him everything to work with to bring a championship to him. But going back to what we've said all weekend, there's no one player going to fix this situation. No, the the Ravens are on the clock right now. The Ravens have had a very good draft, in my opinion. Um, they've added defensive help. The trade of I don't know if you saw it. They traded Marquise Hollywood Brown yesterday. Yes, I was uh, just with, I heard about it yesterday, and I'm, I just read about it now. As far as Lamar Jackson is is not happy at all. About 
No, it's the one down the field speed threat that he had. But think of this. The Cardinals now have Zach Ertz, Hollywood Brown, A.J. Green, and D. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're going to be the new running shooter of the NFL. Yep. But, yeah. And it wasn't necessarily that they took a weapon away from Lamar Jackson. It was because Lamar Jackson and Hollywood were best friends. Yeah. And yeah, very before I can't hear what he's saying, but they're doing something about Malik Willis right now. I don't know. I don't know if they're saying he's going somewhere. Or, uh, but yeah, they that that relationship, but was very but, close. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson has got to realize this is a business. Yeah, it's great to play with your buddies and everything. This is not the NBA where people just go and play with each other whenever they want to. He's got a business. It, Hollywood's traded away to make room to try to improve the team. If you uh, have you have you went and looked at the uh, poor Brandon, he, he came back to earth, but he mailed it originally when it trade happened. He went. I mean, he mailed it. He was like, he, "I got, yeah, I got to get off the camera." And I mean, literally, he went off camera for like ten minutes. Well, the Ravens selection is in. Uh, the Miz made the Cleveland Browns selection, by the way. I didn't mention that earlier. Really? The Miz, the Miz made the Browns selection. Uh, and uh, what's the guy that slid underneath the ring? <laughs> don't don't uh, shut up. I'll be laughing. But, yeah, I did see Titus O'Neill do the Tampa Bay selection. Travis Jones, that defensive tackle from Connecticut, he was up the board. Third, he goes to Baltimore. And Baltimore continues to build that defense. I really like what Baltimore has done on defense. Uh, you know, and we would be remiss while we got to second, not to congratulate Cole Strange from Chattanooga here. If you've not read his story, Howie, Cole was a Farragut Admiral in high school, committed to Air Force, went to Air Force for a few weeks and went through the plebe training, didn't like it, transferred to UTC where he'd been committed before committing to Air Force, uh, Cole is not, he's been there six years. He's even took his COVID year and he just played himself into being a football player and two-time Southern Conference ba- uh, blocker of the year. And he's going to go play for Bill Belichick and he's going to have a wonderful life. And I'm very, congratulations, Cole Springs. Yeah, I, I, you know, like I said, I didn't know, I didn't see a whole lot of picks last night, but uh when I saw that today where a, a UTC player got drafted last night, uh, I nearly sent you a text to see if you saw it, but then I thought, well, I know he saw it because he's watching the draft. But uh, I was wondering what you thought about that and that pick. I was thrilled. I was thrilled for the kid. The tackle with a first-round grade from Central Michigan, Bernard Raheem has gone. He slides. I can't – I'm saying his name wrong. I'm struck. I'm – it's like rain – Right, Rayman is gone to the Colts. Matt Ryan gets more help now. He gets somebody to protect his right side. They yep. are they are heavily investing in Matt Ryan's future in Indy. Well, I mean, when they had Philip Rivers up there, uh, well, two years ago, they had a great run, and then you know they took a back with the who was it they had last year? Uh, golf or Carson Wentz. Wentz, you know, kind of took a step back, but 
they were just a quarterback away about two years ago from winning the Super Bowl. Or at least. Uh, yes. Uh, before we get off of it, I just want to mention that they're going through the Central Michigan kid. He has served four years in the Austrian Army, too. Really? Yeah. Maybe it was two years. But I didn't get it. But he, yeah, that's he's a tight end that moved to tackle, former military, served in the Austrian Army. That's a neat story. All right. They, uh, the Cleveland Browns are making a pick. Falcons are five away. I'm five from cooking hamburgers, Howie. <laughs> yeah, it seems like this second or this third round is kind of slowed down compared to the, the second, second round. You're right. And it's supposed to be the same amount of time. But I guess it's because everybody's so uncertain as far as who they who they want and who's available at the time that they're taking up the whole five minutes where in the past it was like, Pick us in, pick us in, pick us in. Let's move on. There's a uh, – we talked about – yeah, I agree with you. We talked about the Falcons taking Kyle Hamilton early yesterday. There's a couple of pretty high-profile safeties still on the board here. Uh, could the Falcons look safety and, and sure back, that backside of the defense? I don't know who the highest-rated corner is, but I would sure like to see us get a corner in. Yeah, you know, it'd be great because, you know, we've got uh, A.J. Terrell on that one side, and it's, he seemed like he stepped up last year and played a great – allowed less yards and everything. But could that stat be misleading because he was the better of the two corners that was out there, and everybody just picked on the other corner that was over there? Well, we're going to find out. They've already signed a corner in free agency. Right. Or – so, I mean, they've improved already at the corner, but I don't even know who our fourth corner is. Uh, if we have to go deep, I mean, that's the thing about it. You're building depth right now, too, that you got to get through the season with. Ah, UAB, Alex Wright from UAB, second-team all-conference, 6'5", 271, goes to the Cleveland Brown. UAB's another school. We kind of call home schools because UAB – of course, saved our friend Phil's life with his liver transplant just down the road from where you live. Great school, great kids for the most part. Alex Wright from UAB goes. And, and think about it, just what, six or eight years ago, UAB football was non-existent because they shut down for a while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now they're coming back and having people drafted. That's That's fantastic. The Chargers are up next. Uh, they've done a lot to help that defense. And could they go? I, I mean, I almost feel like they need to do something. Maybe, maybe receiver here. Maybe tight end. Or, or of course, you could not go wrong at any time protecting a young quarterback like Justin Herbert. Right. Yeah. Um, right now, I think you know with Chargers and Broncos and been the next two picks, I, I feel like we're going to see defensive players coming off the board because I think on the offensive side, both teams are pretty much set. The Giants will be interesting. All right, here's the Chargers pick in. Yeah, with uh, the Falcons, it's a coin flip as far as who they're going to pick because you don't have a clue. Of course, the Chargers took a guard in the first round, Zion Johnson, 
as we said, to protect Justin Herbert. Uh, of course, they traded for Khalil Mack in the offseason. They also took a rush in in this draft. And uh, you feel like they, they've been pretty balanced. So no one can overlook Khalil Mack as a part of If he's not, I mean, when I look at these drafts, I, I add in the trades of the picks and stuff. You just added a perennial all-pro pass rusher to your team. Uh, got Khalil Mack for a second and a sixth. Uh, that goes into this draft. That's a huge get to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, looking at this here, I'm on the NFL draft tracker, and they're saying that the Chargers needs offensive line, defense line, and wide receiver. I, I think they could use wide receiver. I really think they could use wide receiver. You got the quarterback. We'll give them some help. Uh, they drafted Josh Palmer out of Tennessee last year in the fourth or fifth round. He played a lot of football, but – they have two very good wide receivers in Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. But yeah. Allen is well into his 30 now. And Mike Williams has dealt with injuries throughout his career. Highly productive. But I I, I don't know who's left wide receiver-wise, but it would not shock me for them to go offensive line or wide receiver here. Could be Jalen Tober out of uh, South Alabama. I've been waiting for J- Jalen Tober. I, I was kind of in the back of my head thinking maybe the Falcons can get to him here in the third round. I, we have a tie to Jalen, and, of course, been, might get him on the show at some point. Uh, three picks away from it, and right now, I think he may be the next wide receiver on the board. Yeah. If it's Jalen Tobert going to the Falcons, I'm going to have an extra – I'm going to have a double hamburger. I'm going to put two patties on it. Well, you're going to have a double hamburger anyway, so. Uh, we well, didn't have to call me fat here on the air. Well, no, I didn't. I just saying you like. There's a dance for us. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we're missing the AEW right now. Do you watch any of it before we came over? No, not at all. I'm going to watch it when we get off here. Well, who am I lying to? I'm going to watch the draft first, and then I'm going to. Because I think they're only going to go through the third round tonight, then four through seven is tomorrow. Yes. How do you like this new format that they're doing it instead of doing it all day Saturday and Sunday? Uh, this is my second year of covering the draft on uh, River City Media and through Reckless Speculation. That first round's a lot of drama. And honestly, I haven't got to watch the coverage, but I really enjoy that first round. There was a ton of stories happening yesterday. Right. It seemed like trades. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like it because like I said, they turned the volume up to when they announced the pick that but then uh after that it's just like they turned the volume down so you time to look up there at the big uh halo board to just you know, read stuff and all that and it's it, you know, it flies by so quick it's hard to read everything. That one of the player well, safeties I just talked about for the Falcons, JT Woods from Baylor goes to the Chargers. That's one of the two safeties that was listed in the best players available. Highly, highly productive. A track star at Baylor uh, goes to the Chargers. The Falcons are now three picks up. Broncos will be on the clock. Did the Broncos – I mean, as soon as they got Russell Wilson, everybody said, 
this is a Super Bowl what ready team, and and to me it is. Uh, they have some luxury to maybe take some picks, uh, maybe even build. I mean, they've got great receivers. Maybe even build on that. Let me give everybody a fantasy value. Jerry Judy will be a monster with Russell Wilson next year. After all these years with Drew Locke, he's been lost in that shuffle. Yeah. You you give me Jerry Judy with Drew Locke, I mean with Russell Wilson next year. Right. I'm looking at the uh, draft analysis and they're just saying the you know, it's unusual that you only see two needs for a team, but they're saying with Denver they need a tight end and a cornerback. They did trade Noah Fant in the trade to get Russell Wilson. Uh, there's one elite quarterback uh, tight end left up from UCLA. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't think about tight end, but that is. It, Greg Dolich, tight end UCLA. Boy, we're a pretty good team. Greg <laughs> Dolich, walk-on wide receiver, explosive, compares to Owen Daniels, 6'4", 234 from UCLA. I think I'm gonna call. I'm gonna take credit. Call that one. We called that one right before it happened. Yeah, sure did. So let's see if we can do it again for the Giants. Let's see what their needs are. Uh, they're saying that the top needs for the New York Giants, and it's kind of hard to believe: offensive line, linebacker, and tight end. They did lose Evan Ingram, and that's select, that's where you saw maybe Denver went before. New York gets that tight end. I don't know who, uh, who is even playing tight end for the Giants. Ingram is in Jacksonville now with Trevor Lawrence. I think I think the Giants, you know, somewhere like the Falcons, you can't go wrong as long as you get a good football player. Right. Uh, they they uh, let's give let's give the Giants let's give Giants an offensive lineman here. Uh, I don't see the I don't see one on the best available, but let's give them offensive lineman. Uh, there's a offensive line, offensive tackle from Minnesota in the top eight that I'm looking at here. A Daniel Falele, F-A-L, or I'm sorry, F-A-A-L-E-L-E from Minnesota. The Giants take Cordell Float from LSU, a good player, Howie. Uh, he, he was very un. <laughs> He got lost at times because he played with some other – he's a cornerback, and he played with some very good cornerbacks at LSU. Well, yeah, because we saw, what, the fifth pick last night? Stingley, fourth pick. I'm off the board that early, you know. So, you know, when you're you're playing with a top five pick, you're going to get lost in there every once in a while. All right, Atlanta Falcons are up now. You know what? I I really – I would like to see them take. No, the Giants are up first. Excuse, oh, hold on. They're confusing me. The Falcons pick is in. The Giants, yeah. they're showing the, the Giants fans. Falcons pick in. I'm going to uh, go with it. Call it. Uh, the top needs is quarterback, which I think they addressed that a while ago. Linebacker and wide receiver. Who's top linebacker on the board? Uh, let me pull it up and see real quick. I'm sorry. Colby Dean from the University of Georgia. Let's see who they get. I think he was the best linebacker available at the time, yeah. And and actually, this is the trade from 
uh, Indianapolis Colts for Matt Ryan. D'Angelo Malone, edge rusher, Western Kentucky. The Falcons have now double-dipped on trying to get that defensive line straightened out. I think the interior defensive line for the Falcons is set with Grady being there. They do need some help on the edge, and so I think this is going to be a real good pick because I've heard a lot of people talk about this uh, kid coming out. Two-time conference All-American player, uh, two-time defensive player of the year, 17 and a half tackles for loss, nine sacks, four forced fumbles, led the conference of USA in the tackles for loss. Very productive, uh, a little bit rangy, a little undersized, maybe, maybe needs 20 pounds. But, God, nobody has spent more effort trying to fix rush in than Atlanta Falcons. Oh, absolutely. They've tried. Go ahead. No, yeah, I agree with you. They've tried everybody. I mean, I I hate to say this, but they actually called me to see if I could help them out on that. You know, that's how desperate they are at the moment. I think they got two different ends because they get the bull rush in. Now they kind of get a speed guy. I, I kind of like that combination. But Ms. Cheney, it's been fun joining. I uh, thank you for joining us. I, I didn't. I think we went a little longer, thirty minutes. Uh, <laughs> We're at an hour and thirteen minutes. Well, uh, we go a little longer than we we plan sometimes. But uh, I'm trying to get it off the screen here. But any any words you want to say about the Falcons draft up to now? Um. After the Ritter pick for tonight, Desmond Ritter, <clears throat> the defensive help we got tonight, I'm real pleased with the draft so far. I am thrilled with the draft. Our 30-minute update turned into an hour, 15-minute River City update. Uh, I, I, I could sit here and do every pick, but I weigh 300 pounds and I'm hungry. For Howie Chaney, Robbie Davis uh, that left, we may surprise you with 30 minutes somewhere tomorrow at some point. We'll see. We'll see. This is Randall Cunningham, and you're watching River City Media.